Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics, and I'm joined by fellow consultant, Ian Crothers. Hey, Ian. Hey, mate. How are you going? Good. Now, I realized, Ian. When I do these intros for the podcast, I do the same one every time. <laughs> that's pretty conventional of me. <laughs> and that's kind of fitting because today we're going to talk about the conventional style yeah. and the LSI. That's a nice segue. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I guess what I'm interested today in and getting your expertise on is, you know, this conventional style and the LSI, what is it? How does it show up? What's the implications of that for people? And then how could they kind of work with it, you know, and and some possible actions that they might be able to take in regards to it? How does that sound? Yeah, sounds good. I'm a bit suspect about why you've actually invited me in because I'm fairly sure you know that that's a style that I'm pretty familiar with. uh, (laughs) Features in my, uh, certainly in my LSI 1 or historically has. So um, I'm quite happy to talk about that style, fairly fairly familiar with it. Okay, so how would you describe it then? Yeah, so when we talk about the conventional style, most commonly people describe it in terms of, you know, a real kind of gravitation towards reluctance to vary, you know, the rules, the policies, the procedures, precedents, all of that, you know, that, mm. so a big, a big focus on that, even when perhaps, you know, that kind of a focus is not warranted and, and that there is some wiggle room, you know, so it's the... Mm. It's the nervousness about letting go of that stuff, you know, what does the rule book say? And it's not to say, of course, you know, we're not saying rules are not important, but what we're talking about here is sort of when it's extreme, you know, quite high, it's just this real nervousness about varying it, you know, almost as though it's a, it's a security kind of strategy. Keeps me safe because I'm yeah. just following the rules. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So that's, you know, that's most commonly how we define it, rules, policies, procedures, sort of a, a reluctance to let go of that and to, to look at other possibilities. But I think, you know, more broadly, we can look at it in terms of people who are pretty in tune with what are the conventions around here. Now, this may or may not be stuff that can be found in a rule book anywhere, but they're pretty sort of observant, or, you know, and, and uh, in tune with what are the conventions, so, you know, how does stuff get done, how do people behave, and they are pretty nervous about doing anything that's different. Mm. So, that, you know, that's kind of at, at the high levels, you know, it can be more than just what's in the rule book, but it's sort of a broader, you know, what's accepted around here, sort of an understanding of that and a real nervousness about about standing out, you know. I being don't want different. to stick out. Yeah. So so in a way, it's kind of a blending in, you know. It, it's a desire to not be different, you know, a, a feeling that it'll, you know, things will be safer for me or be better for me if I can sort of be the same as, you know, sort of blend in, fly under the radar almost, camouflage, rather than standing out from the pack. Mm. Reminds me of a time I showed up at an event, didn't check the dress code in, <laughs> way underdressed. And it's like, oh my God, kill me now. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but is that sticking to conventions and stuff? So so what's what do the group do? Yeah. Right, I want to be part of the group. I don't want to be kind of outside of what's normal 
yeah. if you like. Yeah, you know, it, it's sort of, you know, as we know, this is one of the uh, defensive strategies that, that talk to the, you know, the security end of the circumplex, but, you know, it's a strategy that, yeah, it's quite common, you know, we all deploy it from time to time, but it's a strategy that sort of helps us make us feel safe because it's almost sort of safety in numbers, you know, like I, I'm not standing out from the rest of the pack, I, I'm uh, blending in, fitting in, so it just helps me feel comfortable, helps me feel secure because I'm the same as everyone else essentially. Uh, and so to me it's almost this, you know, we of course we want to fit in with our group and of course there's rules and policies and procedures that are useful, guides and so on to us, but it's more as it gets further out I'm bound by that stuff. Right, I couldn't possibly step outside of what the group does. Yeah. I couldn't possibly question the rule. And, and it becomes more about the rule for the rule's sake rather than why we actually have it in the first place. Yeah. You know, yeah. fitting in for fitting in's sake yeah. rather than, you know, why are we doing this? Why do we dress this way? Why do we do these things? Yeah, Whatever it yeah. is. There's a, there's a real tendency to just sort of accept it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, that's, you know, it's safer. It's a bit, a bit scary to contemplate stepping outside of that. But you know, this this uh, is all about effectiveness, isn't it? You know, mm. and, and so if that's where I'm at, and I'm, we're talking in sort of high levels, aren't we? But if that's where I'm at, you know, is that allowing me to be at my best? You know, is there is there a trade off there in terms of me being as effective as I can be? And you know, clearly there is. You know, in terms of you feeling as though you're contributing to the to the best of your capacity, for you just sort of enjoying the things that potentially you could be enjoying. All of that becomes secondary to this desire to just fit in, you know, and blend in. Mm. And so what are the implications, I guess, just, just thinking about that? You know, what is the potential cost or implication of scoring high in yeah. the style? So, you know, if, if we see this uh, in the LSI 1 in particular, right, so this is self-talk mm. and any of the greens, but certainly, you know, conventional uh, it applies here. You know, any of the greens in the LSI one, what, what we can end up doing is talking ourselves out of stuff. Uh, you know, it's too risky. It's too scary. Better not. You know, you're sort mm. of encased in this bubble of, you know, not wanting to be different, you know, safety and numbers kind of stuff. But if that's a feature of your self-talk, you know, at, at, on high volume, then the end result is you just end up talking yourself out of stuff. And that's kind of, disappointing, you know, and, and often you you do actually realize that in hindsight, you know, and you can sort of get a bit frustrated with uh, yourself that uh, you've, you've maybe let opportunity pass you by because there was this nervousness about, you know, entertaining the idea of doing something that's a bit different. Which, you know, makes me think, because it's like sticking to the way we've always done stuff. So it's like, we could try something new, do something different, have a new approach. It's like, oh, that makes me a bit nervous. Yeah. All right, let's just stick to the rules, stick to the way we've done it. All right, but what are we missing out on when we're not trying new stuff? We're yeah. not giving new things a go. All right, maybe we'd really enjoy them or maybe they'd be more effective for us or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think, you, you know, you stifle your own kind of development and a learning, you know, in a sense, mm. you know, you, you know, that's how we learn, you know, isn't it? Like by try, yeah. trying things out, experimenting. You know, assessing how that went, uh, modifying, uh, you know, and going from there. But if we're not willing to just get out of the starter's gate in terms of trying things a little bit differently, then, you know, all sorts of possibilities are maybe passing us by 
through our nervousness to, to just sort of make a start, you know, experiment a little bit, just mm. try stuff out. Mm. Yeah, I've, you know, interestingly, it makes me think I was doing a workshop a little while ago now with the medical teams, and there was a group of nurses drawing up their ideal profile, right? Ideally, what would be the most effective kind of profile? And we had different tables and, you know, different groups, right? So there's a group of nurses, there's a group of, you know, the people who cook the meals at the hospital, like do all the admin kind of stuff. There's a group of doctors, group of, you know, finance, back office kind of stuff. And the, you know, each table held up their little poster of the circumflex that they colored in. And the nurses had really low conventional. Yeah. And the room kind of questioned, but as nurses, don't you need to follow the rules, policies, procedures, you know? And they said, of course we do. Right? Of course, there's good policies and stuff we need to follow. But we have to be able to question when it's not the right time to follow the policy or the procedure because it's not always. You can't write a rule for every possible situation, right? So we need to follow the rules, but no more important is to know why we're following the rule. What is the outcome? The objective of that rule. This is the rule itself, specifically. You know what I mean? Because if we understand that, we can then apply it as necessary where it needs to go. So I just thought that was just kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talk about conventional and, you know, people often see it, you know, perhaps extended in their profiles. You know, some people, their reaction almost is, you know, of course and as is a it, dot, 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 yeah, I have a, to be. Yeah, dot, that's dot. right. You know, they sort of link it to their job. You know, of course it looks like that. That's really important for me. I wouldn't, wouldn't have expected anything different, you know. But, you know, just we sort of need to bring ourselves back to what we're talking about here when we're defining it, right? And, mm. and at, at no point are we encouraging people to, to kind of head down a path of rules are not important. You know, of course right. they are, right? But when, when we're really extended here, you know, it's often just – an opportunity potentially that's missed because it's suggesting that that we're heading towards the rules, diving into the rule book almost unnecessarily, you know, where there is almost as a security kind of strategy, it's my security blanket, where perhaps there is actually some wiggle room, you know, to, to look at things a bit differently or do things a bit differently, but we just can miss that because we're just sort of hanging onto that rule book for dear life, you know. So we're, So we're not talking about you know, rules are not important. It's not that. It's kind of, at, you know, at what level is this landing for you? And is it, oh. is it a level that's functional for you? Or actually, have we overcooked it? And now, because of that, you know, we, we may be just blinded to some other possibilities, some other opportunities, you know. And, and as we said earlier, you know, we often can define this by not just the rules, but sort of the broader conventions, you know. And, and if that's where, where we're at, you know, we we can just be all about trying to fit in and blend in. Mm. And uh, again, you know, you can just be shortchanging yourself. You know, if that's in the LSI 1, say, you know, it's what you're asking yourself to do, that can be a bit of a shame, right? Because you can just miss Holding out on some- back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, and what could people do if they wanted to work on this stuff? What's some ideas of things they could, you know, think about giving a crack? Yeah. So this is one of the passive defensive- family of styles, right? And if you're familiar with the circumplex model, if we go diagonally across from where we are, we're landing at the self-actualizing and achievement uh, styles. And so for me, you know, that's often a great place to start, right? So 
just small, always small steps, but, you know, trying to get some clarity around, you know, what are some things I would enjoy doing? What are some things I would potentially benefit from doing in terms of, you know, my own growth and learning and development? So rather than, you know, resisting all of that because it's all a bit scary, you know, it's a bit daunting, just trying to flip it around a little bit, focusing on achievement and self-actualizing and trying to identify some things that perhaps you would just enjoy doing, you know, just because you'd enjoy doing it, you know, and, wow. and to have some goals around all of that. So trying things out, trying some things that are a little bit different that maybe historically you haven't done before, you know, it's just about building some momentum in that direction. So challenge yourself to give something new a go. Yeah. Try something different. You know, for me as well, it goes back to that question, you know, the question, why do we have the rule? What is it actually trying to serve? And if I understand that, can we apply it in different ways? Yeah. Right? Versus the letter of the rule. Right? If we understand the spirit of the rule, if you like, how can we apply the same spirit maybe, but in different contexts? Yeah. And I say, so that's a good question just for yourself to kind of check in. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, also comes back to the to the motivation behind why I'm doing certain things. So am I diving into the rule book because I genuinely believe that is, you know, valid, important, crucial, critical, you know, kind of rule? Or is it because uh, entertaining the idea of doing something different is a bit too scary? <laughs> Do you know? Uh-huh. So is the motivation really around, you know, security needs or not? You know, is is a good question to kind of wrestle with, right? And if we find ourselves falling back on what historically we've always done, you know, rule books, precedents, etc., but we're doing that because entertaining the idea of other possibilities is all a bit scary, that's a different kettle of fish mm. to, you know, this is a rule that is absolutely crucial to apply in this circumstance, you know, if you get what I'm saying. So, some motivation behind why we might be doing certain things. So, a challenge I can see for people who are high in this style, is they may think that some of the rules, that all the rules are crucial in this particular circumstance. You know, like, is it hard to separate from their point of view? Because, do you know what I mean? Like, their focus is, can be so much on, well, the rules are so important that they're all important in all the time. Yep. So what do you mean? Did, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. that could be a watch yeah, out maybe? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, you know, the other side is an awareness-raising tool, right? And so I think the more we are familiar with where we tend to go, you know, particularly when, when we're stressed, you know, or uh, under the pump or whatever, uh, if we, sometimes we can just catch ourselves a bit earlier, be a little bit more objective about it. And just so that's a, a new habit for people to form, isn't it? Just uh, sort of questioning why they, they're going there. I uh, guess that's, you know, part of that awareness is the awareness of the motivation, you know, and if we can have a realization that uh, I'm going there, you know, because it's too risky to not, you know, I feel nervous about change. Mm. I feel nervous about it doing something a bit different. Mm. You know, that's sort of different, a different sort of awareness, I think. Mm. Okay. So great points to end on, and I hope, you know, if, if you're out there and you're, you're listening to this, because maybe you had a bit of conventional in your profile, you know, it's, it's then giving something new a go. Try and challenge yourself to break out of that. You know, think about what's the reason behind the rule. And then maybe we can apply it differently or does it, you know, why, that gut check of why am I, what's my motivation right now for going to the rule book kind of stuff. Or, you know, as you say, fitting in with the group 
and stuff. Am I ever holding myself back that actually I want to give it a go? And I guess our encouragement is give it a go. Yeah. Go for it. You know, what can be the cost here? You know, we often talk about benefit and cost, but the cost often to self is you might just miss out on something that actually you'd get a real kick out of, you know? And it's a shame, you know, sometimes that dawns on us later. You know, man, mm. the, the opportunity passed me by because mm. I was just too nervous about saying yes, you know. And mm. So that that's a bit of a shame. So don't live with uh, the regrets, I suppose. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for your time today. No Ed. problem. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.